This is J7 from the Top Farm Podcast. Join us this and every week for in-depth analysis, goals of the week, news and reviews from your favorite teams and much more. Share this with a friend, a family member or even someone from her rival team. Top Farm Podcast, it's more than just a game. Welcome to our next episode of the Top Farm Podcast. We're there with my brother the same way. And we're going to talk some English football this week. You know? So, in the English Premier League, one of the games that really stand out this week was Newcastle versus Southampton game. And we just have to go quickly to the highlights. James Ward-Prowse scored a controversial goal in the 96th minute to get the draw against Newcastle. Personally, one of my favorites in the Premier League right now. I'll just take a look at the goal real quick. Ward-Prowse against Woodman, who's flapping his hands in front of the Saints fans. Right-footed, scores! James Ward-Prowse is off the mark for the season. Scored here last season in a defeat. Now he's scored here this season in what should be a draw. And that's enough to see the Toonami flood. Yeah, bro. One of my favourite um, players is. Not to, not to take away from. I'm not in again, people. Sorry for that worry, people. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not to take away from, from Southampton and them coming back in the last minute. But what happened to Willock? When you are tell me so Arsenal can't let go Willock and up again. Why Willock can't shine for the Ucastle? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we feel like he had a good game, same way. Um, he was he was subbed off, but really and truly, is a is an impact player for Newcastle. Isn't exactly, it? bro. Exactly. Has been an impact I'm player for Newcastle. Seen, I'm glad to see him um, actually getting as much playing time as he can handle as well. Yeah. A joy to see because I can only further his development. But you were saying about what pros before. Reward Pearls is honestly one of the best English players we have seen in the Premier League. Yeah. And that's without a doubt consistency. Really? Performance is proven that week in, week out. One of the best players I've seen in the Premier League. Yeah. I so Tantan is great. So Tantan look like a team too. They do. Here this season. They do. <laughs> One thing women admire about Southampton is their ability to bounce back. Like year after year, we watch these guys lose um, Van Dyke, then lose Vestergaard recently, Ings, and the man them just keep on a produce years after years. This is the same club that gave us Luke Shaw, one of the best left back in the league right now, as well. Oh man. Oh man, <laughs> the list goes on. So to me, it's really a team to watch. Definitely a team to watch. Um, West Ham as well drew with Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. In, Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, Conor Gallagher um, at it twice. 
And of course, um, the Jamaican in the 68th minute. No, he would score in the 69th minute. <laughs> but that, that made it 2-2. Um, um, yeah, Mikel Antonio also just got his first official call up to the Jamaican national team. I know that we are speaking about That's English right. That's what we're looking forward to as well. Yeah, man. Antonio. This yeah. season, I was checking in some stats. Yeah. Score.com. Yeah. Antonio has been the most prolific player this season so far in Europe. So that's something we can perhaps stay in for. Yep. Hope we can bring those performances into the national team as well. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, another Jamaican was unfortunately not on display. Aston Villa versus Brentford. I was really hoping to see. The, the Pinnock versus Leon Bailey <laughs> because you know they're playing on the same side as well. Um, but it was it was really a good game. I mean, one all Ivan Tony in the 17 minute. Uh, Brendia, yeah, Brendia scored an excellent goal in that game to bring it back to one one. Yeah, but again, I told you, I've been telling you about Brentford, bro. Yeah man. About yeah, man, because you, you were watching them last season, don't Not the championship. Yeah, yeah, bro. And and you can see now, say, the Premier League teams don't know what to expect. Even when they watch Brentford play against an next team, playing mm-hmm. against them, they don't know what to expect and they're fearful. You can see it. <laughs> in the Villa game, you could see it in Villa, say, they want to play their, their style of football, yeah. but they don't know what Brentford coming with. So they Cautious just the same. And that's he like that one of the best things for the league right now. It is, definitely. Definitely, bro. Um, no Leon Bailey this week, but hopefully the injury subsides. Um note to all our Jamaican listeners, um, with the list that came out, because of COVID restrictions, we will not be seeing uh Michael Antonio, Leon Bailey, amongst others. Um, you can listen to episodes that will be dropping in a few days um, as it regards to the Jamaica national team. But um, there are some really... I, I saw something. I saw the list. Mm. I think the players who are eligible. If you look at the list, there are some players there with the with an asterisk beside the name. Right, right. I think for the coming games in this break, I think those are players who are actually able to play. That's you. That's just due to COVID restrictions. No, no, no formal monetary issues or other issues. It's just right now. It's just COVID hampering us from feeling our strongest national team. Right. So you guys can catch up with us on the next episode. Stay tuned as it relates to the Jamaica national team. But we want to go to one of the most controversial games of the weekend. As it regards to the whole VAR situation. And um, that was Chelsea versus Liverpool at Anfield. A very full and, Anfield. And before you go any further, I just want to say this. Uh, Kirk, no matter what you say, I'm that lucky man. I forget that red card. <laughs> well, I'm saying it was my opinion, my bro. It was mine and the referee's opinion. <laughs> 
Yeah, me soon up on Twitter back and forth, but you know, it's it's really just a game. But we just go to the comments and then um, take a look further. and of course it led to um, Mohamed Salah equaliser which we know that the Chelsea fans are not pleased about you know but at the same time and Mago said this without apology on this podcast men are there for the bias and the rules are the rules you guys chose to watch the English Premier League see That if a player actually denies a clear goal scoring opportunity, that is going to re- um, result in, in a sending off. See? So, for, for all of the people um, listening on Anchor FM, you can leave us a voice note or a message with your opinion. But that opinion is our opinion. The rules are the rules. Exactly, the facts are the facts, bro. Opinions are always opinions. Yeah, so... They're always facts, isn't Yeah, so we'll be leaving um, a PDF form. You can reach out to us for a PDF form as it regards to the, the rules of the Premier League because we're not there for entertain, we're there for inform um, all our listeners. So Premier League is here to entertain. <laughs> right, 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 right. while Tunches Chelsea had 34. Three shots on target out of six, while Liverpool had seven shots on target out of 24. How do you feel about this? Um, the Rick Chad impact game, we can't hide that because we play 45 minutes at Anfield mm-hmm. with 10 minutes. And that's something easy regardless of if they are Chelsea or if they are Burnley. Especially with the fans being back. Especially with the fans being back. But they better load. Especially with the fans being back. They load. <laughs> so, it's a thing where they can't be happy with the result. I mean, both teams can't be happy with the result because with the way how the game even went, you, you never really see Liverpool creating much per se from them, from, from like just them front three or midfield or creative players. They weren't really creating much. Mm. Um, in all honesty, what we saw from Chelsea in the first half was okay enough for people to say, well, they look like they're going to be Liverpool. So, right. It's very interesting to watch between the teams that are quote unquote trying to challenge us this season. 
Even again, like that, even with Chelsea down to 10, man, he still could have seen either way. So. Yeah. It's it, it going to be interesting to see this guy the race success in place. As I, I, for some reason, took a, took a looks like the manager everybody wants to out with Adam Pep. Mm-hmm. No. spoke about uh, in in the first episode Harvey Elliott the, the guy is impressive like I was watching what burn um Blackburn last season and the guy is a baller is <laughs> is a real baller um It's funny that we we're talking about this. Um, live just a while ago, Fabrizio Romano, Jordan Henderson has signed an extension at Liverpool. Um, so he will be staying at the club. Now, ironic how we are talking about this. <laughs> but I think... Well, ask Liverpool fans a question. Ask. Go, go ahead. Um, Gerard has had a longer and a, and a more impactful career in terms of what he has done personally. But is Henderson more of a Liverpool legend than Gerard? <laughs> uh, people, anchor.fm, leave us a voice I note. Have to ask, guys. <laughs> 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 oh, I wonder them questions there. And I really look forward to, to, the, to the responses from that. Anchor.fm, leave us a voice note 
our message there or just reach out to us and let me know. You know? Yeah, I'm more like to hear from a Liverpool fan's perspective because it's, it's to me, bro, Henderson has done so much for that football club. Yeah, man. There's no way he cannot be a legend to them. So, I do want to know if, if, if Liverpool fans have him. I mean, I know Gerard and Lampard are holy greater midfielders for English fans. Yep. But at the same time, you can't stop a great man, bro. And Henderson is just that. As we said, fox are fox. You know? Uh, we want to move on to another side of London. Um, Tottenham Hotspur won 1-0 against Watford. Uh, we're just going to go to the to the goal real quick and um, we'll take a look. Son Hyung Min, most underrated baller at Spurs right now, in my opinion. He definitely deserve a trophy, but son, if you listen to this, or if any Spurs fans are listening to this, no, you're just in a wrong club, brother. No one this thing. You know, but um, at the end of the day, we can't, we can't um, stray from the fact that at this very moment, they're top of the table. They're top of the table winning all three games. To start with, um, they had more position than Watford, and um, yeah, surprising start by by Spurs in my opinion. Um, uh, I I can't say surprising, but I would know Spurs. It was just about Nuno coming in and doing his good thing. Um, and you can't say he has got rid of his so-called his so-called kick-a-ball in Manchester. Yesterday, I came and said, why you would have said it? But in, in get rid of players who I'm, who I'm not considered a part of a part of his regiment and getting players that he considered to be players who can bring something else to his team and they have done well even with all the key and even with all the key and controversy. Yeah. They have done really well because even though guys who pundits were saying that oh he's still gonna leave Yeah he's doing what he can and he's doing his job as well because the way of the man handled even like the media yeah. All he said when there was massive speculation that Kane had leave was, he's our player. Yeah. Simple as that. And if he wants to leave, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, but he's our player. Honestly, Daniel Levy is a smart gentleman. And probably hard to deal with in the transfer market. But just the way how Spurs start the season, it really makes you have to wonder if. If this is the year when Spurs push... Nah, bro, you're delusional now, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> See, but this is an Arsenal fan speaking, by the way. Yeah? So, I know that was biased, but <laughs> really and truly, you know, we have to just um, keep a tab. Keep a tab on them and um, so really take place. Um, still, 
still however staying in London actually in Manchester it was a home game for City against um, Arsenal City lost City won the game sorry 5-0 and um, we're just gonna take a quick peek listen to the commentary from one of these goals so yeah that's a great ball and it's gone straight in from Mares or did Torres get a touch well he says he did and it's City 5 Arsenal nil, and Ferran and Torres has his second of the afternoon yep so Ferran Torres scoring as well on the day and no real surprise in terms of <laughs> no real surprise in terms of um, who won but honestly me never expect 5-0 and um, Mikel Arteta have to take some some amount of blame for this because when we see the starting lineup Kolasinac holding and Chambers as the three centre backs um, with Odegaard and Jaka in midfield that was not what I was expecting from Arsenal it seemed like to me a timid lineup. I understand, say, yeah, you go respect City and use an extra centre back. But the team just, not even want to call them a team at this point because this is not the Arsenal we may used to growing up as a youth. Right now, bro, Arsenal is just vibes, bro. <laughs> just yeah. vibes. Just vibes. As Arteta play Sunday, the two first games of the season. And then, bro, looking at him, I'm not even understand. Not like the lineup. Mm. Like if we go back and look on the lineup, even today, I'm still confused by it, bro. Why? Like when the lineup come out an hour before the game, sit down for a good half an hour and just a look on, like a look on my phone screen and I try like, I just a try to figure out what the hell prompted the decisions. You see me? As you know Jaka. Yeah. It's not like Jaka just come out of the club. You know Jaka, bro. <laughs> How you understand Jaka as the pivot in a midfield with Smith Rowe and Odegaard? Versus... My point exactly. The back line never have nobody screen them. And this red card was in the 35th minute. First off, from the Arsenal. Uh, captain from the Arsenal captain, like why? Man, no. it's Xhaka. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's Xhaka. Fans know whether you're Arsenal fan or you're not an Arsenal fan. You know, bro. Why? It, it... You know, Xhaka is not a man with a stay on his feet, brother. How you understand? Xhaka is the only defensive midfielder you have when he cannot tackle, and you know he cannot tackle. Yeah, I feel excited about that. Oh, me really, why? I don't like facts, I don't like No, honestly, still. Um, I hear a whole lot of talk about, oh, he's without party, he's without Ben White, Pepe Sick, and, bro, come on, man. <laughs> Arteta has been at the club for, what, it's almost two full years now. Yeah. Him get a full preseason. Him get a full. Him have, him have from January to 
this preseason for look on players who I want. And they are confused, bro. <laughs> Up to today, the final day of the transfer window, they are confused, both him and Edward, what they're doing. Same. Boy, we have to just watch and see because one shot for the entire game, nothing on target, 19% position from Arsenal. From Arsenal. From Arsenal. That doesn't no, make no sense. Really doesn't make no sense to me. I'm telling you, like, after the game, I did that out. I'm telling you, if there's one thing we can say, bro, is the club doesn't have an identity. That's sad. Right? And the club doesn't have an identity. Because so. it'll be, like, for the past 20, how much years? Or 30 years. See? Yeah. Arsenal has been known as a club that even if we are losing the football game, mm-hmm. we are keeping this flag. We are keeping this bar. We are yeah. not giving this bar. Yeah. I would not run down this bar. True. We keep this bar. Brother, 19% position. I first never said that in my life. <laughs> Literally. First never said that in my life. I'm going to support us now from about 99 or 98. Why? Baby. Let me see it now for real, wipe off the phone screen. Come here, say, I must smudge the screen, smudge up or something. <laughs> that was not the case. That was not the case. Um, staying in Manchester, um, Manchester United came out victorious against Wolverhampton in what was a nervy 90 minutes. Uh-huh, we're just going to take a look at the goal and go into the analysis. Greenwood against Marcel. Step over. Greenwood scores. The sucker punch. Mason Greenwood. He scored again, and they leave at Molyneux. Mason. Who Mason? Yeah. Uh, no one. Mason started. Messi started the game, man. He was he was playing as the number nine um, initially before Cavani got subbed on. But I mean, very good game. Fun was um, I wasn't fully impressed because I think the the issue is the same, and that is when United play against a game, a team that can sit back. We find it hard to break down the team. And I mean, with the recent arrival of Cristiano and um, you know Sancho, I think it's probably gonna take a bit a bit of time before we see a, a, a little bit of change. But honestly, glad for the win. We all know Bulls is a tough team, you know, and um yeah, as as soon as we can get hopefully. By the time you guys are streaming this podcast, United would have probably signed a defensive midfielder because Fred, brother, you need to go sit down more. Well. You're, a, you're a squad baller in my opinion. You can't, you can't continue. So. He was the only player where United have in the midfield, um, really, who was designated to defend or screen the back four. And he made a miss. We come around in the second half, yes, which is really not good enough. We are talking about United bringing in 
potentially the greatest player of all time returning to the club or one of the greatest players, you see me? And we are going to need all of the help we can, you know? Varane as well made a debut, runner back, and him look really solid, I must say. But really glad for the win. Well, what, what's your take on the game? Well, my analysis was is basically simple. For me, Varan had a major impact because he does have Linda Lafront. So. Which who I think is improving. If you weigh the, the options, Varan always Linda Laff by like. No, it's not a debate. A lot, so <laughs> that, that, that is without a doubt. Just a, a no-brainer improvement. So, for me, what United problem is would be, as you say, getting the goals against a lower black team. But, we get the goal yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So, me, personally, I'm me, me happy with that. Um, it's not It's not like it's against a, a lower black team that is not a very good lower black team. Wolves is a very good team playing on the counter. Yeah, yeah. One of the best teams playing on the counter, if you ask me, in the Premier League, because Adama possesses. Bro, <sighs> those are two players that can get out of any little tricky situation. You see me? Mm -hmm. And just, and the game, when them get out of that situation, the game switches in an instant. So yeah. they are one of the best counter-attacking teams and the way how United, yeah, Fred, Fred have a shock. Fred has been having, I don't know who I want to see now, Fred, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that is we who know and only find out, but he had an awful game, he had an awful game, and if if not going to continue as well, like if he's going to continue to play, mm. it's a big going to cost Yeah. And that are just it. Going yeah, yeah, we see it, we see it in a distance for real. You guys have yet to play against a team that are considered a big team in England, and yet still, even though we're getting results, there has been one constant negative. Right. So, if he continues to play about then we can see we're not drop points. We can see we at least a drop two, two points some weeks. Or even actually sometimes. So. Yep. But um, that was a good performance by United. It's an improved performance by United. There are a whole lot of fans that say, oh, oh what is, like, what is this? And I say, like, what a win, <laughs> one win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really matter how to get the win, as long as not get the win, that's it. Yeah. Because there is no improvement on your, on your guys' season last season other than winning the title yep so, I mean it's about getting wins yep. and before we move on to the other game Sky Sports just confirmed that Dan James completed his medical at Leeds ahead of a 25 million move from Manchester that should be no. that, that, I think that is a very good move for Dan James I think in the, that might I think that that kind of then united a little bit in terms of depth because yeah. when you look at it right now, I think Rashford is out, and in terms of wingers, you guys can play Martial there. You have mm -hmm. Sancho and Greenwood, but then who else? All right, so pretty much 
regarding that one, and I'm, I'm not straying from, from the point of Dan James, but just to point out what Dan James does for United. He helps to screen the back four even better than Fred, especially on the wing. And we saw it against the game with Wolves, where he constantly came up again against Adama. And him basically help out for, for high press this guy so they may get the ball to him. You know, so with him going to Leicester, um, sorry, not Leicester, uh, Leeds, yeah. that is just going to strengthen Bielsa because Bielsa is a man who wants to press 90 minutes right that's through. Me. You know? And, and they're a team that already has good players that can do that. So that is now just an addition for him. So that's why I think it's a very good move for him because... He's moving to a team with suiting style. He might move, he might move to play under a coach where we know how their size. Mm-hmm. And to me, the type of player Dan James is, is the t- size the type of coach you need for that type of player. You see me? So I think it's a very good move. Uh, no, he, he can't say it was an ex. I mean, moving from Swansea, just losing, losing a father. Um, it, it can't, it couldn't have been uh, easy. It couldn't have been easy. Couldn't have been. And then you come to United, and the pressure is instant. Yeah. Regardless of what's happening after mm, that's that's just football right there. It's really just football. But as it regards to Leeds. Uh, Leeds versus Burnley over the weekend. Chris Wood in the 61st minute. And uh, Patrick Bamford. 86. We just got to take a look at the goal real quick. And um, yeah. Patrick Bamford and leads a level. Bamford from close range turns it in for 1 1. Yep, so uh, hopefully, with the addition of Dan James, of course, um, I think they're definitely going to improve. Yeah, I think so too. To confirm something. Um, Rafinha mm-hmm. just confirming how much leads had paid for him last summer or last year. Um, that is a player to I think is way above Leeds caliber. No disrespect to Bielsa and Leeds. Yeah. But Rafinha is a player mm-hmm. I think can walk into a top six club in England. Yeah, especially with how we play right now. But um, the way how I see it, it's a good move for Leeds because with all this money going around in football right now, um, it's important for these teams to get players who will have, um, you know, resell value. So a player like a player like Bamford, who is probably aging now, Rodrigo, Rafinha, Kevin Phillips in the midfield, you know, yeah, at the end of the day, Leeds is not a it's not a Man City or a Chelsea or a United. So, them go eventually have to sell. But with them getting these type of players, 
we think it really just going to help them long term. So, and Calvin Phillips is another one that surprised me as well. him to get on this window. Kind yeah. of very, very surprising. Yeah, I don't know if by the time the end of this podcast, um, it, it, because anything can happen right now. I mean, yeah, we're recording this on the deadline day. And deadline they have to transfer a window. So literally anything can Yeah, like as my days are right now, my, my notifications on Fabrizio Romano. Yeah, uh, I think before we before we started recording, see uh, Arsenal had confirmed Tommy Asu from um Yes. 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 I guess that's a right I said I got in a right on there with Bellerin going to Real Betis. Betis. Yep. So um, there was, uh, I think there might be movement with Lacazette as well. You sure no one do that right now? Um, no, it's a thing where we might have to do it because last year I'm on contract and I don't think he's going to renew with the club. So mm. it's what might have happened there. So, but as yeah. I say, anything, literally anything can happen this thing mm-hmm. Um, One thing I'm sure about, um, just to see, just to gain us some information coming out of France. Um, Bubakar Kamara from Marseille. Yes. Who had interest from Liverpool, had mm-hmm. interest from United and Arsenal as well. And he will not be leaving Marseille this season. He has actually extended by a season. So, um, if there is to be any move for him, that mm-hmm. will most likely come same. next summer or in January. Same, so, same. That's another player who has put some speculation into his immediate future behind. See. And, and people, for, for updates, highlights, uh, definitely go ahead and follow Simple Football on Twitter. That's at Please Just Pass. I wish Fred would do that more often and not to the linesman. But this has been another episode of the Top Farm Podcast. You guys stay safe, get vaccinated, um, we're in a mask, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Top Farm Podcast. Eat the farm up. <laughs>